Welcome to the Cowtown Cats Lacrosse Podcast, where we talk all things Panther City Lacrosse Club. Now here are your hosts, Nicholas and Andy. Welcome everyone to the Cowtown Cats Lacrosse Podcast. I'm Nicholas, once again joined by Andy. Hello, hello. Uh, so Panther City is finally down to the last two road games on this, you know, stretch that we had talked about at the beginning of the year. Uh, and it comes comes now where they have to head up north against a very unsure Vancouver Warriors. And, and we'll get into why I feel like they're a little unsure about themselves a little bit later. But uh, Panther City themselves are coming off a of bye week, hopefully refreshed and, and ready to kind of keep that energy uh, going that they had against Philadelphia and that comeback win from two weeks ago. Um, I actually I actually saw on social media that a lot of the team was in town for the rodeo at Dickey's Arena last week. So they're obviously having having some good uh, a good off week and and getting rested and ready for this game. But it'll be interesting to see how we come off of this bye week. Uh, you know, uh, what, what do you think coming off? Do you think they'll be kind of rested or does does a, a bye week create problems or does it you know solve the issues? It can create kind of a bit of a lull, especially if you're coming off of facing an elite team that's been playing regularly over the past however many weeks. Mm-hmm. Though in this case, I'm honestly not too worried given Vancouver's struggles as we've we've seen. Their one win was against the Desert Dogs, who they've been having struggles of their own this season being the the first season for them right and and that's yeah that's really looking at vancouver right now they're they're one in five they're they're actually in last place below uh las vegas because of that record um las vegas is one in four right now um but yeah their their one win came against las vegas i, I want to say it was about two weeks ago two or three weeks ago and even in that game, Vancouver struggled. Uh, it n- not struggled in the game as a whole, but struggled down the stretch at the end. Um, so in that game, they were up 18-12, to 12, actually, at the start of the fourth. And they let Las Vegas get back into the game with four straight goals. And it just it, it kind of took the air out of that team coming up into the end of the game. And I really feel like if, if Las Vegas had a little bit more time, they could have tied it up. But then they had that one, and then they went to Las Vegas the next week, and it was the kind of the same thing. They they were up, yeah, they were up twelve to four at half, up twelve to four. I mean, that's a it's a pretty big swing to to have uh, at halftime, and they didn't even show up in the second half. They they scored two goals in in the fourth quarter, but they just they really didn't even show up in the second half, and and. Give credit to Las Vegas. I mean, they were really feeling that home crowd, and they were really wanting to come out and get that first win. And they just went on a, a, a crazy tear and ended up like clawing back and won fifteen to fourteen. Even even you had texted me like yeah. you saw a little bit of that that start of that game for sure. Yeah, I messaged you in the first quarter. I'm like, uh, I don't know about I don't I don't know about Vegas this year. And yeah. then you messaged me like a couple hours later, like, hey, they came back. I was like, what, really? So yeah, that goes back to what you were saying about Vancouver letting Vegas keep it close in there when they beat Vegas. And that probably gave the Desert Dogs the confidence they needed to when they got down early against Vancouver. They're like, hey, just keep our heads up. 
we've been in a similar position before. This time we just got to seal the deal. So they were able to make it. So as far as Panther City goes, they're probably facing a team that's still figuring out how to piece together four quarters. Right. And 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 it's just really I'm sure it's really concerning to Vancouver mainly because coming off of last year, I mean they they were like us kind of riding a high and some good wins and stuff like that towards the end of the season and then it just they had kind of I I feel like they had probably better expectations for themselves right. this year and it's just not turning out in, in their favor at all unfortunately. So Yes, as Panther City goes up to Vancouver, I hope that we can not only keep our momentum going, but but keep that in mind that this is a struggling Vancouver team. And and even if we get down, I mean, as you said, against Las Vegas, they, they can come back. We proved to ourselves even last week, or, la- or not last week, but the last game, even if we are down, we can come back against good teams. Yeah, yeah, that was great to see. So our confidence has to be pretty sky high after that. I know the Panther Panther City's Facebook page has been sharing some great clips of Coach TK pumping up the 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 team and the players themselves also being pretty pretty riding high. After oh yeah, that Philly win. Well, and and again, I mean, props to the uh, to the social media team for Panther City. They that's probably one of the jobs you don't think about that is actually a job is somebody literally going through like recording things, taking pictures. And then keeping that interest going online because, you know, it's hard. It's a a job in itself. You have to make sure that people are connected and and that you're keeping them up to date and keep them fired up about a team. So, you know, hats off to the the social media team for sure. But, yeah, they're definitely coming off that, that high and that win against Philadelphia. And we've talked about it the last few weeks. So, you know, we have the addition of Fox from a few weeks ago and then now with the addition of Crawford and Crawford comes in on a bye week so he actually gets that extra week of practice with them I don't know do you, do you feel like either of them might have an impact on this upcoming game at all I think so knowing that Vancouver is struggling this seems like a great game to if all goes according to plan this should be a great game to experiment with lineups quite a bit especially having two new guys who are obviously really good really great additions to the right side of the offense. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Coach TK tinker around with with plugging guys in, seeing, giving Vancouver different looks, just seeing what they can do. Well, yeah, and especially if they can get, I hate to say this because I don't want to get my hopes up, but especially if they can get to a point where they have a good cushion and they feel like they don't have to rush as much to try to get as many points or anything like that and kind of slow down the game, that's really going to get that playing time in and, and that camaraderie going with the with the new players in the system. A part of me wants to say this should be an easy game. Like this should be a game where we go in, we take care of business, and we leave. At the same time, the thing that worries me the most is Vancouver's offense, despite losing games, has been really good. They're averaging, I think, almost 15 points a game. Again, yeah, compared but... compared to our, you know, sadly, uh, sadly good but bad, uh, inefficient, whatever you want to call it, offense where we score, you know, what I think we finally bumped it up to ten points a game with that last win. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's definitely something to worry about. Part of that's we we might try to keep the number of possessions throughout the game kind of low. Part of it might be some offensive struggles here and there. 
but yeah, that I wouldn't be surprised if Vancouver's got up the highest goals per game average for a team with that's kind of in the cellar right now. Right, and, and it just goes to show that you know your offense can be you know one of the best in the league, but if your defense right. isn't backing you up, <laughs> so I, I would say that's one thing I have to worry about. Yeah, Daymute has his work cut out for him. Well, Daymute has his work cut out for him, and as we've talked about before, there uh, the Panther City defense has they did better in the second half last game. Now they need to keep keep that going because. You look at previous games before that; it, it it was good in parts, but but the whole thing just it just wasn't clicking. So mm-hmm. it, it's it's hard for me to see us keeping up with them offensively, and that's that's what kind of worries me about this game. Um, but yeah, I, I do really think though we could go in there and it, do what we need to and get out. Uh, I guess you know looking at this game as a whole. What are your expectations about this game from from not only from Panther City side, but just, you know, offense and defense? Well, I'm anticipating there will probably be I don't think we're going to put up any like 15 or 16 anywhere near there, especially if we're trying to integrate Fox and Crawford into the mix. But I do think we should put up a solid I'd give us in that 12 to 13 goal range on offense defense. The, the loss of Chad Cummings in the Fox trade. I'm sure it has some sort of impact given that, that he was the captain, but the defense really, it didn't, it didn't seem to, at least in the second half of that Philly game, they weren't missing a beat and they, they played really well and intense. So I'm hoping that that carries over here as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, honestly, yeah, I feel the same way about the defense. I think again, if they can keep that kind of mindset going, where you know they can help out Daymood, especially on the rebounds and stuff like that, and keep the pressure uh, on on Vancouver to where they they don't feel comfortable shooting, that's the best thing you can do. Offense, um, I I'm I can say I'm honestly excited to see what the offense has to do because you know <clears throat> Will Malcolm coming off just like a crazy game last time uh the addition of Crawford um just again the 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 surgeons of Donville uh coming out there and kind of submitting his name out there as as a good offensive person it'll be fun to see how how they can keep everything going offensively um i mean i would say <clears throat> this could be our you know one what what what's one thing in this game that we should look out for what what's what's our one thing i would honestly i'm I, i'm probably most interested in the new guys just seeing a guy of cal crawford's caliber for the team i i don't think we we've had a a vet with quite with his resume granted this is just their second season but having some with that level of experience and that level of success it'll be really interesting to see like would they insert him with the with the starting the starting offense to begin with, or is he going to sub in? So, right, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I don't know if he would start or not. That's 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 interesting. I didn't even think about that. Uh, for me, it's can Will Malcolm have another hat trick? <laughs> I mean, he had what what seven points total last game. Yeah, you yeah. know, can can he keep this? You know, pretty much this this dominant streak going. I said last week, I mean, we, it seemed like we talked about him all last game. 
he's definitely the man of the hour. So can he be the man of the hour again against mm-hmm. Vancouver? Well, I mean, looking at this game, who would you pick, you know, obviously win or lose? And uh, what would be your score? I would pick Panther City. I think I'm going to go with a score of 13 to 10. 13 to 10. So so similar, almost similar to against Philadelphia, where 10, 12 to 10, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think if Philly overall is a stronger team than Vancouver, which is why I, I'll spot, spot them, you know, another point. So we'll see, um, see what happens. Yeah, I'm definitely picking Panther City for sure for the win. I'm gonna say, I th- I'm gonna say our defense shows up, but Vancouver's offense also shows up. So, and, and we have probably our highest scoring game of the, of the year. I'm gonna say we win seventeen to fifteen. Wow. Okay. Um, I mean, hey, as long as we win, <laughs> that's that's what matters. The thing I keep going back to is. You know the addition of Crawford, that's that's offense that that's a veteran offense that you're adding to an already te- a team that's already trying to have an offensive surge right now. Mm-hmm. So and even even the shots that Fox got on goal in the Philly game, it's like dang, this guy packs a punch. Right. So yeah, I I, I think there will be a lot of offense. It, it that'll be good. Obviously, from the defensive side, we just have to keep strong. We can't we can't let. Mm-hmm. We can't let ourselves get into a, a hole like Las Vegas did, where you're you're down, you know, eight goals pretty much before before you know it, and then you're clawing your way back in the entire second half. Well, uh, I will add, you know, if we do get a win this weekend, that puts us back in the top four of the division. Um, obviously, there are some games still yet to be played, and those teams could catch back up. But honestly, as I posted online, I mean, we're still in the thick of things. We might be you know, towards the bottom right now, but one win just, just shifts everything. So uh, hopefully we can get that win and come out of, of Vancouver, you know, on top of that. Well, we go, we go from, you know, our predictions and, and talking about our game against Vancouver to honestly our first ever fan question. Uh, this comes from Instagram. It's from user. His name is uh, Jay Ferdon 31. And he asked, just curious, who's getting sat down on that right side now? Once Fox and Crawford get into the mix, it's basically between Caputo and Dodds. Not sitting down Donville, since it's pretty much a four-man rotation. And I had sent this to you just to kind of get your ideas on it. But, yeah, we're adding yet another offensive, you know, piece to the, to the, to the set. Is there going to be anybody sat down, or, or what, what do you think? I wouldn't be surprised if it's more of a more of a gradual just kind of evaluation of what the situation is. I know Crawford's a pretty big guy. From what I remember, Fox is a pretty guy, big guy too. So they fit more into that Caputo and Dodds mindset. Whereas Donville's more more of a yeah he can score, but he's also almost like a point guard playmaker sort of type. So I my guess would be Caputo, but. It's it's also hard hard to say that given his leadership from the previous seasons. I do know that Caputo does play the the does do very well in the power play formation. Mm-hmm. So I won't be surprised if he's still he's still on the court there. But yeah, it's 
I don't know. We uh, we we basically went from you know a, a pretty solid rotation to one with an all time ran another really solid contributor. So it'll be interesting to see. Right, and and that's that's where I'm at. Um, obviously, I don't think any drastic changes are going to be made right now. But as the season goes on, I almost feel like Panther City has the. I mean, it gets me excited because it, now you, you think of they could have different options any, any given night. You know, they could, you know, somebody could be switched in and, and have a lot of playing time, but they can easily switch those pieces out and, and not have to worry about like a dip in the offensive uh, in their offense. And having Crawford be that, that, you know, like you said, that veteran leadership or that veteran sense onto the team now, the, the more he gets used to everything and the more he gets integrated into the offense, uh, I feel like he'll probably take his spot almost as a starter uh, going, mm-hmm. going into the future. So uh, I don't know. Man, that's really hard, though. I really don't know if anybody would be necessarily sat down permanently yeah as, and, and as you, right now and you know a box across is a really physical sport that position where you're trying to score down to the net getting beaten up by defenders it's a really physically punishing position to play i mean they all are but right so so in that sense yeah trying to get everyone a decent amount of playing time not even just to to, to take advantage of their skill sets but to keep guys healthy will be a great consideration right well and you know, it does raise an interesting question. So, you know, Donville's been a a big a big part so far this year. I mean, Gaucher, he's he's had some bright spots this year. Uh, I I really hope he's not somebody who's at risk because he has a bright future ahead of him as well. So, thank you again to uh, Jay Ferd on thirty one for the question. Yeah, great question. No, for sure. It it, des- it definitely gives us thing something to think about and something to look forward. Uh, as these games go on, especially, you know, these last few away games and then coming back to our home game on February 11th. Uh, well, also another thing to touch on. So this week on um, the NLL Coast to Coast, Pat Gregory said he was asked the question, if he had to put stock into one team right now, and he's not saying the stock at the, the top of the top or the bottom of the bottom, just, you know, overall, What's the one team he would put stock into? And would you believe it? He said Panther City. <laughs> uh, he said, you know, not only stock into the team with their new additions and kind of gearing up for kind of a strong run, especially after our run trying to get into the playoffs last year, but but stock in uh, Tracy Koluski as a head coach. I mean, you talked about the videos we've seen of him in the locker room and everything like that. Uh, he's just he, he's leading his heart out. I mean. Again, he's not—he's not the uh, reigning coach of the year for no reason. So, right. mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think about all that that they said? Yeah, you can definitely see the influence Coach TK has, regardless of if they win or lose. He's really good at motivating the guys, getting his message across. Knows he knows when to push push the right buttons and whatnot. As far as buying stock in the entire team, I I do think there are a few teams that I wouldn't anticipate us catching San Diego. Probably not not Colorado either. We we got kind of even though we lost them early on. I feel like we got kind of 
kind of lucky there because they hadn't quite figured everything out and Saskatchewan blew blew them out of the water in that first game. So San Diego and Colorado probably aren't going to budge. Where we can really make a move is we're in that mix with Calgary and Saskatchewan. I don't recall. Did we played Saskatchewan? Did we already played them, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yep. yeah, a few games ago. Yeah, I, I, that, I think that was the the New Year's New Year's Eve one. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it's. Well, hope, go ahead. Hopefully, I know. Let's see. They come to town on March fourth, so that'll be a key game to take care of. I I would say, obviously, they're all important, but against Saskatchewan on March fourth and Calgary on April. 21st at home those are really going to be key calgary i I imagine we play them at some point up in canada at some point as well um perhaps yeah i know i know our division wise we go through each one a couple different times but Mm -hmm. yeah i i mean obviously it's always good to hear somebody you know not rooting for panther city have have faith in panther city um, they really see what they're working on, see what they're striving for, see the pieces that they're adding, and, and it's really it really says a lot about the team as a whole. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely in and and waiting to see where this all leads to as far as the trades and as the year goes on. Um, but yes, having stock into the, to the Panther City, I, I think it's it's a good good bet right now because they're gearing up for for a good. A good rest of the season. I mean, we're not even halfway through, and we still have uh, a lot of tough games ahead of us. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I don't think we can catch up to certain teams. Un- unfortunately, yeah, San Diego, I-, I can see that being just a troublesome team for anybody in the division this year, obviously. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's awesome to hear somebody else's take on our team. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and and by that same token, yeah, we might not be able to catch the elites out west, but. Assuming we take care of business against Vancouver, as well as our, our next game against Las Vegas, I don't really see any chance that they're going to catch up with us either, given given how they've been doing this year. So really, it, it's it's about passing up Calgary and Saskatchewan, at least one of them to get that playoff spot. Right, right. Get that last playoff spot. Well, here, I mean, I'll, I'll throw this question out there real quick. Obviously, last season we had our, our five-game run that put us in position for uh, a spot in the playoffs. Do you feel like Panther City has it in them to do that again this year or something similar? Given the way the schedule shook out, I want to say yes. <laughs> if, if, it weren't for that, if it weren't for that March 24th game against San Diego, I would say yes. But hey, who knows? That's, that's a home game. Last year we beat the, the defending champs. Or yeah. the the eventual champions. So who knows? Anything can happen. Uh, I imagine. Let's see. The best streak we've had this year. It's only but been two games, yeah. right? So two two this, game streak. Yep. Yeah, I I think we can definitely surpass that. Hopefully, with I'd like to see us run off at least four in a row. Uh, yeah. Looking at their schedule right now, I mean, the, the this week's game against Vancouver is is obviously a good chance to get a win. The next week we're at San Diego. I think that's going to probably be another really tough game. But after that, I mean, if we can, again, it just depends on on how the team feels and how it's how everything's clicking. Yeah, we could go on another run where you know we go to Colorado and get a win, or you know we we have that what three, 
four game, yeah, four game home stretch mm-hmm. starting March fourth and going through April first. And yes, I mean San Diego's a force to be reckoned with right now, but we're at home, like you said. So who knows? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if we could hit five games in a row again, but I could see something where we could run off three or four, maybe lose one and then run off another three or four after. Well, uh, yeah, it'll be, it's an interesting few weeks to look forward to. Uh, obviously, like I said, there's, there's still a few more weeks until we reach the halfway point. Um, but definitely looking forward to this game against Vancouver. Uh, hopefully we'll come out with a win and kind of riding high that the team is currently on, but, uh, yeah, it, we'll wait and see on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. I got, I gotta say, I think these bye weeks are killing me now. <laughs> right. now just, just how many there have been, but I, I think it's cause our, our schedule is more front loaded with the game. So I, I kind of got spoiled on the front end. So here's like, okay, Andy, right. Calm down. Take, take your time. Well, and, and thankfully, like I said, we'll have a stretch of home games in the future that we can look forward to, but yes, absolutely. Well, guys, th- thank you. I mean, again, once again for listening, this is the Cowtown Cats Lacrosse podcast. We look forward to seeing this game this weekend against Vancouver. Again, hopefully coming out with a win. Uh, but thank you guys all again for listening. I am once again Nicholas. And I am Andy. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.